The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleya of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Praise Lord. Okay. Amen. You know, when I was, uh, when I woke up this morning, I always wake up on Sunday mornings by 4.30 a.m., you know, woke up 4.30 a.m., then on our way coming to church, realized the weather was uh, a bit foggy and that rain was falling. You know when there sometimes rain falls as though the sky is angry? You know that? So <laughs> it was really falling in and all. So, I, you know, I, I, was, um, I was like praying against the rain. Oh, Lord, rain should not fall. You understand? Because whenever um, rain falls, people don't get to come to church because the rain makes their bed colder and the bed sheep colder. So they embrace the sheets. You understand? They now begin to find the concept of, what do you call it? Online church. You understand? Very, um, you know, embracing. As I was doing that, praying, the Lord said, son, I said, yes, laddie. So what are you doing? He said, I'm, I'm biding the rain. I want the rain to stop. Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, you have authority to do that. But he said something. He said, it's season for rains to fall. Yes, sir. so let rain fall. He said, what you should do is to train and teach members to show up in church, whether or not rain falls or it doesn't work. Is that correct? So it would not then matter whether it rained or not. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Everybody says spiritual growth. Yeah, that's what growth is. Growth is being the ability to be consistent, irrespective of circumstances and situations. Very, very important. Praise God. Right, I see find those of you watching from home on through your device. All right, no condemnation to you. Praise God. Now, we're going to be looking at, last week, we, I was trying to show you last week, I we saw last week, that for you to be able to receive from God, you will need to have awareness. You will need to have um, light. We explained that, and we saw that, that one of the things Paul prayed for the church, all right, the Ephesian church, in Ephesians chapter number 1 from verse 17, was that they should have what? that the eyes of the understanding being enlightened, that they may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the, uh, the riches of his inheritance in the saints and that they may understand the exceeding greatness of his power at work in us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. So we see that he prayed for them to have light and illumination. And the reason why light is important is because you are not going to be able to take hold of that which is available in Christ if you do not have light to clearly see what is available to you hallelujah hallelujah now we've looked at that then we were able to see that many times light is actually gotten by proper study of the word of god proper interpretation of the word of god because where the scriptures are not properly interpreted what would happen is that people will now develop false and wrong belief systems all right, they will develop false and wrong belief systems. In Second Timothy chapter three, verse fifteen, if you turn in there, it says, "And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, and they are able to make thee wise on um, um, true faith 
make the wise unto salvation through faith that is in what? In Christ Jesus. Then he now says in 16, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Now, when we look at that, those two verses of scripture, you're going to find something interesting. The word scripture appears twice in 2 Timothy 3.15, all right, and 16. It appears first in 15 as scriptures in plural, and it appears um, another time in 16 as scripture in, 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 um, in singular. All right. But we see when you just look at it that way, you might come to a conclusion of what he's saying. All right. And you may be wrong if you don't study properly. So, for example, in 2 Timothy 3.15, when he uses the word scriptures in plural, the word scriptures there is the Greek word grammar, grammar. All right, but it's grammar in the Greek. All right, grammar that is G R A double M A, grammar. And what does grammar refer to? Grammar refers to the words used, grammar refers to the language, it refers to the meaning of the words. All right, it refers to the message of the words, it refers to the context of the words, it refers to the, um, um, the, um, the dialect used, you understand? Things like that, that's what grammar refers to. So when he says that, and from a child that was known the Holy Scriptures, what Paul was telling Timothy was saying was that, Timothy, you know the content of the Scriptures. You know the words used in the Scriptures. You understand the message of the Scriptures. And because you understand the message, it was your understanding of that message that led to you coming to faith. All right, all right, all right, in Christ Jesus, because the scriptures are able to make the wise, all right, to uh, um, uh, make the wise unto salvation through faith that is in Christ Jesus. So that is the grammar, the content, the word used. Whereas in 16, when he now says all scripture is given by the inspiration of God, the word used there for scripture is the word graphe. And what does graphe mean? Graphe means writings or something, all right, the art of writing. You understand? It talks about the art of writing. Graphe means writings. That's what it means. Writings. You understand? So why the first grammar or the first scripture talks about the content of what is written, the second scripture, which is graphe in verse 16, talks about the art of writing. So what he's saying is that God is the one that inspired men to write. Glory to God. God is one that inspired men to write, but the content of what they wrote made men, all right, is able to make men what? Wise unto salvation through faith in Christ Jesus, which means, the essence, in essence, the message of what God inspired men to write was salvation through faith that is in Christ Jesus. So light is important. And that place where you see the importance of this is in St. Mark's Gospel chapter 11 and verse 23, all right, and especially 24. In verse 23, it says, all right, uh, um, have faith in God in 22. He said, for whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever what he saith. When 24, now, now notice in 23, we are going to look at that today. In 23, it talks about say, 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 say. If you believe in your heart, say, 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 say. Glory to God. Glory to God. Look at the one and say, if you believe in your heart, Say, 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 say. So that means your words are a reflection of what you believe in your heart. But 24 is where I'm going. He now said, whatsoever you desire, 
when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall what? Have them. Now, that word desire there, all right, does not mean longing or cravings. If you attended the midweek service that we had on Wednesday, I explained that the word desire there is the Greek ITO, all right, ITO. And ITO means to call forth. So that means desire there is communicated to what? To speech. Praise God. Desire there is communicated to what? Through speech. So when he says, whatsoever you desire when you pray, that is better translated as whatsoever you call forth when you pray. Glory to God. Now, how would you come into a proper understanding of the scriptures without light? Because in essence, what Jesus Christ is saying is that if you are going to get answers from God, you are going to open your mouth and talk. Glory to God. Glory to God. All right. What you say is a reflection of your desire. What you say or what you call forth in prayer is what you're going to get. So receiving from God, all right, is largely dependent on the light that you have. You cannot receive from God outside of the light you have in scriptures. You cannot receive from God outside that of the light you have in scripture. So in your journey of asking and receiving, it is very, very essential that instead of just chasing manifestation, chase light, understanding first. Go for light, go for understanding first. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Now, um, there are two words used in the scriptures to talk about receiving. All right, I touched on this during CRC, so I'll just touch on it and go into where I want to go to today. The two words used in scriptures, or I mean, your words used in scripture to talk about receiving. Now, let's look at them. You look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 31. Hebrews 11, 31. Can we read that? One, two, go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. When she had received the spice with peace. So there are two words actually, all right, in, um, you know, two major words actually used to talk about receive in scripture. The first one is the word dekomai. Dekomai, that is D-E-C-H-O-M-A-I, all right. Dekomai speaks of receiving in the passive sense. Passive sense. So it means that, so when you're talking about receiving in the passive sense, what that means is that what you receive is brought to you. What you receive is brought to you and deposited in your place. So for example, talking about this um, scripture, it's telling us basically, it says, by faith the Lord Rahab perished not with them that believed not, when she had received the spice. So that means the spice came to her house. She didn't go out to bring the spice. Praise God. The spice came to her and she did not reject them. You understand? So it is passive receiving. Glory to God. All right. Passive receiving. Many times, many Christians want to receive from God passively. So when it comes to their healing, you will say, oh God, heal me. They want God to bring the healing to them some way, somehow. Praise God. When it comes to financial increase, oh God, bless me. Give me, give me, give me, for my name is Jimmy. So it's passive. So they are expecting God to bring it to them. Glory to God. You understand? So that's what Dekoma is. Look at James chapter 1 verse 21. Let's look at another place where Dekoma appears. James chapter 1 and 21. 
Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to what? Save your souls. So when he says receive with meekness the engrafted word. Alright. The engrafted word is a word that is preached to you. Glory to God. Alright. It's preached to you. It is given to you. Someone comes to you and gives you the word. All you have to do is do what? Is what? Receive it. Just that means do not stand in opposition to it. You let it come to you and you let it nourish you. So that is dekomai. Receive with meekness. Dekomai with meekness. The engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Save your souls. So there is an aspect of receiving that involves dekomai. How many of you agree with, agree with that? There's an aspect of receiving that involves dekomai. That means you do not stand in opposition to the word. You let it, you know, you receive it, you accept it, you do not, you not, you do not oppose it. Hallelujah. Look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. It says, verse 9. Even him whose coming is after the walking of Satan, that's the Antichrist, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they what? Receive not the love of the truth that they might be what? Saved. So uh, this means that when the truth came to them, glory to God, they did not permit it in. Glory to God. Glory to God. They did not what? Permit it. So you see, when you're talking about Dekomai, most times, Dekomai is talking about what God brings to your doorstep. Praise God. And basically or literally, is urging you to take. And all you have to do is not to stand in opposition to it. Salvation is one of those. The gospel message. In that you notice that in the gospel message, most times you didn't seek the gospel out. God sought you out by sending a preacher to you. Are you following what I'm saying? So notice what happened. Somebody came to you and announced the good news to you. And all you had to do was do what? Receive it. You, you didn't stand in opposition to it. So that receiving is passive. It's dekomai. In that you didn't stir yourself up to do anything. You didn't stir yourself up to take anything. Glory to God. It was offered to you and you didn't stand in opposition to it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So basically, you did not resist what was brought to you. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Let's look at one more, one more time. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. And verse 13. You see it again. It says, For this cause also, thank we God without ceasing. Because when ye received the word of God, which ye heard of what? Of us. Ye received it not as the word of men, but as in truth the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. So that means when the gospel came, when Paul came preaching the gospel to the Thessalonians, praise God, what did they do? They allowed it in and didn't stand in opposition to it. How many of you are getting the gist of it now? How many of you got the gist of it now? So that's the Kumai. Glory to God. All right, that's the Kumai. Glory to God. However, when it talks about Lambano, Lambano 
it's a different, the, 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 the construct of that word is a bit different from Tekumai. Turn to Matthew chapter 7. Glory to God. I said glory to God. You know something, guys? Jesus is coming very soon. <laughs> Amen. Jesus is coming very, very soon. And because Jesus is coming very soon, someone says, oh, we've been saying, we've been hearing that stuff. Jesus is coming very soon. We've been hearing it. Oh, we've been hearing it for centuries. Jesus is coming very soon. All right. Okay, good. Those who heard it in 1400, where are they now? Are they here? As they are Jesus come? Uh, talk to me now. Jesus come. Eh. But there's a time he's actually going to come. You see, some, like Peter said, some always scoff and say, you, where is this appearing? Listen, the reason why the coming of Jesus seems delayed is because there still has to be time for many people to, what, to acknowledge what he has done for them. Because once Jesus comes like this, glory to God, he's finished, he's new, glory to God, amen. All right, the church is taken out of the way. The Antichrist shows up, has his time, has his few days for seven years, after which he is defeated, then later destroyed. Amen. And those who rejected Jesus, we see him whom they have rejected. Only that they don't see him now as Savior, they see him now as judge. Because uh, when he sits on that white throne judgment, it is to what? To judge those who have decided to say, we do not want life. How many of you know? Listen. The men who go to hell are going to hell because they chose to do so. Right? They chose to do so because if I show you life and you say you don't want life, what have you chosen? You've chosen death. Glory to God. Alright? If you have chosen a life away from God, then all you are going to have is a life with death because God is life. Glory to God. In him was life and the life was the what? Was the light of men. So that's why we have to keep preaching and preaching and preaching with a sense of urgency. The spirit of God urges believers to carry out the work of ministry with a sense of urgency and not with a sense of laxity because the time is coming to an end. Now, Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7. Everybody want to go? What does it say? Louder. He said, ask, and it shall be what? Giving you. Now, you know what that ask is? That word ask is what? Um, ITO. What is ITO? ITO means to what? To what? To what? To what? To comfort. So he says, comfort. And it shall be what? Giving you. Seek. And it shall what? Find. Knock. And it shall be what? So, listen, what is the active thing you do? Ask, seek, and what? Talk to me. Ask, seek, and what? And knock. So that means the active thing you do is that you what? You ask. For verse 8, it says, For everyone that what? Call it forth, ask it, lambanos, receive it. Glory to God. I said glory to God. He said, for everyone that asketh, receive it. And he that what? Seeketh, find it. And to him that what? Knocketh, it shall be what? Oh. So what he is telling us is that the act of receiving is in the asking. 
So, if we want to teach how to receive in the active sense, glory to God, it would mean, hallelujah, that we actually have to teach what, um, how would I put it, how to carry out that operative action that commands the receiving. What is the operative action that commands the receiving? The asking. Glory to God. The calling forth. Ask and ye shall receive. Glory to God. In the construct in the Greek, what the Sakai is saying is, the ask to receive. So that means that the, the unstoppable consequence of asking is what? The unstoppable consequence of seeking is what? Finding. The unstoppable consequence of knocking is what? The door is open to you. So it means that to get A, to get B, do A. Are you getting the point? So if you are not receiving, what are you supposed to check? The asking. Something is wrong with that. You're asking. And we are going to look at asking in a bit. Because the law of the asking, or the law of the ask is law of faith. Glory to God. Come on, somebody follow. This is going to be a very simple sermon because I want you to get it. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Now, so he said, whosoever asketh, receive it. Whosoever calls forth, lambanos. Now, what does lambano mean? The word lambano means to take a hold of. Glory to God. So that means whatsoever I call forth in the name of Jesus, I have taken a hold of. Hallelujah. Whatsoever I call forth in the name, I have taken a hold of. Lambano means to take a hold of. It means to seize violently. To seize violently. While dekomai, which is the first part of, you know, asking, um, receiving, all right, has to do with something being offered to you. Lambano involves you taking it because it's yours. Now notice, in all the words, all the scriptures where dekomai shows up that I showed you, who initiated the receiving? It was somebody else. Praise God. Was it somebody else? Talk to me. Was it somebody else? So, for example, in Hebrews 11, all right, the Rahab, the prostitute, all right, did not go to meet the spies and say, come to my house. No. Glory to God. They came to her. So, who initiated her receiving them? Another person, apart from her. Is this correct? Are you following what I'm saying? All right, they initiated it. So that means they did something that commanded and made, made that do something. So that means they came to her, they didn't, you know. So it's offered to you. But in Lambano, you are the ones that take the initiative. So that's why I said everyone that asked it. So that means he receives because he asked. So the operative or the principal actor is you. The asker. Whereas the principal actor where it concerns the command is who? Somebody else. As he regards the gospel, the principal actor that causes this other fellow, the sinner, to receive the gospel is the who? The preacher. Because the preacher is the one that comes to the sinner. 
with the message and says, Hey, yo, Jesus died. Yo. Because the sinner did not call to the preacher, the sinner did not even call for the preacher. The, the preacher is sent to the sinner, preaches the message to the sinner, the engrafted word, and that sinner, what does, what does he do? He decomizes. Because with decomai, you are not the initiator. It is passive in that you received it even though you didn't ask for it. How many of you are getting it? You understand? But with Lambano, you call for it. You call for it. You call for it because you are made aware that it is your inheritance. It belongs to you. It is a right. So you call for it. Hallelujah. And because you call for it, you take possession of it. Let us continue looking at it. Praise the Lord. I want to ask you a question. Hmm. Glory to God. Glory to God. I said glory to God. How many of you were in school and we had tough exams you wrote? How many of you had some, some, some courses that were tough? That were like, ah, this, ah, you understand? Okay, good. Now, how many of you had easy courses that you wrote? You know, GSTs. How many of you know those GSTs that we scored 95 in? You know? Now, how many of us knows that, have times where when you wrote those easy courses, then people scored high, everybody scored high. How, how many of you said, oh, yeah, that, that proved uh, the, the brilliant ones in the class? So those guys who are good. How many of you, you know, how many of you celebrated when they, on, on, maybe on prize giving day when we were in secondary school and they gave those guys an award? You said, oh, my God, this guy is brilliant, man. He got 95 in a GST. Was that, was that the reaction? Was that the reaction? Okay, so we well, having had some engineering courses, all those um, engineering math courses. There's one guy, when I was in university, um, I've forgotten the math, what they call that engineering math textbook. Is this Storge or something like that? Huh? Troud. Aha. You understand? You see, because, you see, when I was in secondary school, I loved maths. Oh, I love that. And especially for that math. When I, I was in SS1, going into SS2, where I wrote GC, and I got A1. I wrote GC in SS1, going into SS2, I got AY maths. AY maths. Then I got uh, B2 or so in further maths. That was a math place. So when I was in SS1, I was already reading SS3 textbook. That's how crazy I was for math. So, you know, I felt good. You know, when you, you know, you say, I know, you know, people were hailing you. I, I'm good. That's when I entered diploma. Then I saw these engineering guys. They were reading this, this textbook called Strahd. The thing looked like Greek. I was like, what is this? They had, you know, when you, can you imagine when somebody draws symbols and said, if this symbol is equal plus this symbol is equal to this source, find something. I was like, what, find what? I don't know. What are you saying? <laughs> Praise God. So they had that exam. When you write that exam and somebody gets, uh, gets an A, wow, do you know why we're hating that guy that gets an A? Because every other person got, got an F or something else. Praise God. Listen, what distinguishes faithful believers is not good times. Glory to God. It's tough times. Why is it that we have a book of martyrs? It's because we have believers, despite opposition to their faith, they stood their ground. Is that correct? Is that correct? Exactly. So, 
Never get so this. Um, never be that believer who is only a believer standing for God when things are good. Also ensure you train yourself to stand for God also during adverse, you know, circumstances and situations. All right, so let's continue. So why the command has to do with something being offered to you, Lambano involves you taking it because it is yours. Look at Matthew chapter 10 verse 8. Matthew chapter 10 verse 8. He says there, can we read? Matthew 10 8. He says, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, Freely ye have what? Receive. That's Lambano. Freely what? Give. So that means when he says freely you have received, freely you give, he's saying freely did you take a hold of this thing from me? Glory to God. Now freely do what? Give it. And he says when you took a hold of this thing from me, there was no price tag on it. Glory to God. I didn't ask you for money. So when you are giving to people also, do not ask them for money. Look at Acts of Apostles chapter number 1 verse 8. It now says, But ye shall receive what? Power after that the Holy Ghost is what? Come upon you. Now notice. But ye shall receive what? After that the Holy Ghost is come upon. Now I want to explain this thing for you. Read it again. He said, But ye shall receive what? After that, the Holy Ghost is what? So it says, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Now, hold on. What comes upon you? Is it Holy Ghost or power? Talk to me. What comes upon you? What comes upon you? Holy Ghost is what comes upon you. But it now says, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive what? You shall receive what? Now, you shall lamba no power. You shall take a hold of power. Glory to God. You shall take a hold of power after that the Holy Ghost is what? Come upon you. Ha. Ah. How many of you are, 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 are getting something? You shall take a hold of power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Which means power is available because the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Glory to God. But you shall take a hold of it. Which means, there is a taking a hold of. Because once the Holy Ghost comes upon you, it means power is not available. Glory to God. However, it does not mean that that believer immediately shows forth. Are you getting it? Because he has to take a hold of. What is available? And I'm going to show you another, you know, I'm thinking about this in scripture. Talking about the first Corinthians 12. Because this is going to answer the question why believers have the spirit of God. Okay. Yes, they have the spirit of God. But when it comes to demonstrations of power, we don't see them walking in that. What's going on? I've got power. Where is it? This is the answer. So it's like this. It's like saying, you will have access to water. Once this well is dug in your compound, praise God, or you will have access to water 
once we dig the well and do the plumbing work and put taps in the house. Now, the fact that I have access to water, does, not, does it mean I have water to drink? That I'm, does it mean that water is actually, I'm actually drinking? No. I have to do something to get that water out. Are you following? It means that I have to either turn on the tap for water to come, right? Or I go to the well and put whatever bucket and whatever system I have, put it inside that well and draw up water. So that water is available. But it doesn't mean I have taken a hold of it. Is this clear? Is this clear? Ah, very important. Does it mean I have not taken a hold of it? It's like this. You have access to light after you've entered into the building. And I come into the building and the entire building is dark. But it says there's light in the building. Glory to God. Amen. It means there is something I have to do. To talk. Are you following? But is the light available? Yes. But what do I have to do to take a hold of the light? I have to do something. Notice what I said about Lambano. Lambano is receiving in an active sense. Meaning there is something you do. Okay? There's something you do. You do. You ask. It's active. It's something you do. Glory to God. What do you do? First Corinthians 12. Pay attention to this teaching well. First Corinthians 12. And verse 4 into 12. Are you ready? Can we read one to go? It says what? Yes. Diversity will give us what? The same spirit. Uh-huh. Yes. And there are diversity of operations. Now, hold on. It says there are diversity of operations, but it is the same God which will get what? Now, where I want to show you is that word operations. The word operations there is energia, and energia means basically energy, diversities of energy. But it is the same God which worketh what? All in all. So it now says it is the same God which worketh all in all. That word worketh is the verb, energio. While operations, energia, is a noun, um, worketh in verse 6, energio is a verb. So that means while energia describes what is present, energia, energio describes what is what? Active. Okay? So something active. What is a verb? A verb is a what? It's an action word. So energio is an action word. It's describing something that is active. Hmm? So it says, where am I reading now? It now says, verse 7. So it says, the same God which worketh all in all. It now says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. So 8 to 10 talks about the gifts of the Spirit. Now look at verse 11. It now says, but all this worketh and egil. So it says, all this worketh that one and self same Spirit, 
dividing to every man severally as he will. So where energio is used to describe the gifts and the energy, the power of God at work. So when somebody is speaking in tongues, we say the power of God is what? Working. Amen. So that working is active working. That means we can see the effects. Glory to God. But when somebody is saved, we talk about the power of God is present. Energy, energia. But it is present though we are not seeing any working of it. Praise God. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? All right. So every believer, by virtue of having the Holy Spirit, have the power of God present. Glory to God. But for that believer to now demonstrate it such that we see the effects, glory to God, there must be how to or a process of moving from the presence of God's power to the what? Active state of God's power. Glory to God. It has to be that. So how does that happen? Remember in Matthew 7, he says, Ask and it shall what? Ask and it shall be what? Given unto you. Seek and it shall find. Knock and it shall be what? It now tells us a law. He said, For everyone that asketh does what? So everyone that calls forth for a thing, Lambanus it. Everyone that so that means if I am going to see the manifestation, glory to God, of the power of God that is resident in my life, one of the things to do is to what? Is to what? Call it forth. So we are now going to now be entering the principle of faith. Mark 11, turn in there now. How many of you are learning something? Come on, are you learning something? Uh So for example, if a believer has the spirit of God resident in him and want to see the spirit of God and the power of God operated through him, one of the things he has to do is to do what? Is to do what? Say what God, for example, you call it forth. You say, for I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, the power of God is where? At work in me. The power of God does what? Flows through me. Are you seeing that? I am a temple of God's power. God's hands are my hands. God's eyes are my eyes. God's feet are my feet. Are you seeing that? So there has to be a calling forth that we precede the what? The lambano, the receiving. Jesus in Mark 11 shows us that you cannot take a hold of anything without calling it forth. Mark 11. Praise the Lord. Yeah. You ready? Look at verse 19. Mark eleven nineteen. That's a digression. Amen. 
God wants us to have good things. He doesn't want good things to have us, though. Amen? And being kingdom-minded is understanding that material resources that you have should be channeled towards all right, the things that are uppermost in God's heart. Praise the Lord. Now, I, I said earlier in the first service I preached in, in, in Surya Church, that modern-day Turkey in the past years was actually a Christian country. How many of you know Turkey was a Christian country? How many of you know Lebanon was a Christian country? Lebanon. As far back as 1950s, Lebanon was, a, was the hub of Christian work in the Middle East. Lebanon. Where Hezbollah is now. Lebanon. So don't think, you know, Lebanon. The city of Antioch, Acts 13, from where Paul and Barnabas were sent forth. On the apostolic missions, that's Turkey. Pisidia is Turkey. Most of Paul's missionary works was around it was in Turkey. Glory to God. Paul was born in Tarsus. Tarsus is in Turkey, if I'm not mistaken in my geography. Turkey. But around 1,000 years after Jesus, I counted it, another Domini, AD, Constantinople, which was the capital city, all right, of the, you know, of, of, of um, the Eastern Roman Empire at the time, fell to Saladin. Fell to Saladin. Either Saladin or Sultan Mehmet, one of those guys. Fell to Saladin. And they turned it into a Muslim state, a caliphate. So, Agia Sophia, one of the biggest churches, I mean, it was the biggest church. Agia Sophia, Agia Sophia is still in existence today. The president of Turkey, has said that they are going to turn Hagia Sophia, that was built as a big church, turn it into a mosque. <laughs> Not as though God dwells in houses made it, and, but you get the point. Glory to God. What does that tell you? It tells you that the role of every believer in the generation where you are serving God is that you must, number one, and not lose the territory you met, and you must enlarge what? The territory you found. Now, the territory is not landmass. The territory is what? The hearts of men. That means you must ensure you plant the gospel in men's hearts. It must advance. It must what? When David was king, by the time of his death, the kingdom of Israel was in more lands controlled more lands than Saul when Saul was king. When Solomon was king, Solomon advanced it even further. The kingdom of Israel controlled what? More lands. Those are typologies in that basically what you're saying is that the message of the kingdom spread and what? Gained ascendancy in more hearts. When Paul became an apostle, called into the ministry of an apostle, the kingdom of God, the message of the gospel was entrenched in more hearts than before him. Amen. More hearts. More hearts. 
as a believer, as a minister, that must be your ambition. That this message must be ambition as a good use. Amen. I mean, it has a good use. It has a bad use. All right. It must be that the message, that gospel must be more hard. That's where your money should go to. That is why the local church must not lack funds. Must not lack it. It must not lack it. The devil already knows that false doctrine has to be propagated. So you find out that peddlers of false doctrine and peddlers of a false messiah, every religion that talks about salvation, all right, without Jesus, is a false messiah. It's a false messiah. But you find out that those organizations are well-funded. Hallelujah. The gospel is going to be, it's Coca-Cola will not fund the gospel. The person that will fund the gospel is what? Me and you. You must understand what it is you are doing. If you use your money to buy the best cars there is, that car, you won't carry it to heaven. No. There's nothing wrong driving a good car. Amen? Drive a good car. I want you to drive a good car. But that must not, you shouldn't get to buy a good car and say, I'm fulfilled. You understand? If, that, if that's what's in your heart, something's wrong. Your money must go into it. Your time must go into it. Your effort must go into it. Ensure that you are doing something active in time to ensure that another heart is a home for Jesus. Another home. Another family is a home for Jesus. Don't sit in a seat of self-righteousness saying, I'm good, I'm serving the Lord. No, 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 no. It is about advancing the kingdom in the hearts of men. Is this clear? You understand? So that must be where you derive your satisfaction, where you derive your fulfillment, where you derive your fulfillment. That means in that you are fulfilled in that more and more people are coming to the knowledge of the saving grace of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Know this. If you don't ensure that more hearts are taken for Christ in your lifetime, after you have left this earth, the place you called a Christian region, it will be overtaken by atheism, overtaken by several other things. Hallelujah. That is why, why we are doing what we are doing in ministry. We must prepare the next generation. We must disciple the next generation. So that after we are done, if Jesus tarries, we hand it over to them. And they have to continue it as we, you understand, as we hand it over to them. Hallelujah. Where did I say, Shofun? Mark 11 and verse 20. Let's read Mark 20, 11, 20. What does it say? Mm-hmm. They saw the fig tree dried up for the roots. Jesus Christ had earlier spoken to the fig tree. Jesus had earlier what? Spoken to the fig tree. Now listen, let, let me show you this quickly. Because I want to show you, all right, passive and active. The residence of God's power, then the demonstration of it. How to move from the power is resident to the power is what? Demonstrated. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? All right, so see this. Now, see this. It says in <clears throat> 12, just for you to see this. It says, and on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was what? Hungry. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came, if aptly, he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of sweet was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples what? Had it. Now, first of all, just as a digression, there is a message in that Jesus cursed the fig tree. All right? 
There is a message in that Jesus caused the fig tree because there's no useless information in the Bible. The fig tree represents something. You have to understand what it represents. You need to check the first time the word fig leaves appear in the Bible. When does it appear in the Bible? In Genesis 3. After Adam and Eve fell and rejected God's plan and walked in unbelief, what did they do? They discovered that they were what? They were what? They were what? Naked. What does naked mean? Naked means they discovered that they had come short of the glory of God. Praise God. Now, what did they do to try to make up for the fact that they had come short? They sowed what? Fig leaves. Who provided the fig leaves for them? Was it God? No. They sought out the covering of the fig leaves what? Themselves. So, what does fig leaf therefore represent? Righteousness by what? Works. They sought to cover themselves after rejecting the covering that God gave to them. Praise God. Now you notice that after the interrogation and discussion with God, what did the Bible say God did? God clothed them with what? Animal skin. So that means that that covering was provided by who? Was provided by who? Are you seeing the difference? So when Jesus comes to a fig tree, a fig, uh, a fig tree, Full of leaves, but no fruit. What is he saying? He is saying that the righteousness according to man's work does not have any fruit that God can eat. Are you following? So what does he do? He cursed it. What is he telling you? He's telling you, you will never do anything with God by self-righteousness. That's the message. Amen? That's the message. You can't get, you cannot, can't enter in God. Self-righteousness is pride. <sighs> Hallelujah. Self-righteousness is pride. Okay, now let's continue reading. Amen. He now says, and Jesus said, answered and said unto, unto it. Look at what he says. He says, no man eat what? Eat what? Fruit of thee, hereafter forever, and his disciples heard it. All right. So now let us now go to 20. He says, and in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answering said unto them, Hallelujah, have faith in God. Glory to God. He says, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall what? Talk to me, church. Whosoever shall what? Shall stay unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast where? Into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he what? Shall come to pass, he shall what? So that means the mechanism of causing there to be a manifestation of the power of God, or the mechanism of taking a hold of the power of God resident in you is via what? Faith. What kind of faith? Speaking faith. For Jesus demonstrated the power resident in him. How? How? By speaking. Are you, are you getting it? So a believer can be moving around with power. Moving around with power and not draw from it. Can be moving around with power. And not draw from it. Now, what is the difference between power and authority? I heard Pastor Paul Drew 
explained it recently, and I've explained it like that before. So I'll just reiterate what I've explained before and what I continuously. Praise God. Defending power and authority. You know, the word authority is used in St. Luke's 10, 19, right? It says, what does it say? I give unto you what? Power. That word power is exousia. Praise God. Power. To tread upon what? Serpents. And upon what? And upon all the what? Dunamis. Because that ability of the enemy is dunamis. Hmm. This is important. Everybody pay attention to what I'm saying. The, uh, he said, I give unto you authority to trample on what? Serpents and what? Scorpions. And over all the what? All the what? So the power of the enemy in St. Luke 10, 19, is not, that power of the enemy is not exousia. It is what? Dunamis. Which means that the devils you are dealing with have dunamis. Not dunamis of the Holy Ghost, though. But they have dunamis because they are spiritual beings. They have abilities because they are spiritual entities. I mean, if you understand that. But you have authority over their abilities. Is this clear? Is this clear? Hmm. Because this is how you know how you are going to. Because there are certain stubborn situations. Why have I I've said Jesus, Jesus, it hasn't gone. What's the problem? So... What is authority? Authority is a right given to you due to a position you occupy. So, for example, you are the MD of Total. It means that because you are the MD of Total, you have the right to determine who stays in the company and who doesn't stay in the company. Correct? Correct? You have the, 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 the right to authorize budget, expenditure, you know, the, the reports to the board, blah, 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 blah. You have the right to do that. All right? One of the best ways to explain authority is by looking at that guy at the intersection, all right, that is directing traffic because the government sometimes don't have enough money to put traffic lights there. And even when they put traffic lights there, we choose to disobey it. Now, notice, how many of you understand and realize that the traffic light is an authority? Because if you violate the traffic light, have you violated the law? Have you? Good. But can the traffic light arrest you? Can the traffic warden arrest you? Does everyone can arrest you? I have never seen a traffic warden that arrested anybody. Does he have the authority to do so? But does he? No. So, authority is... Pay attention to what I'm teaching this morning. No. It will save you. Authority is backed by a law. Which means, when I see that traffic loading, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to stop. So, if he says, I'm supposed to what? Stop. Correct? I'm supposed to stop. Now, hmm. <laughs> Praise God. Listen to me. In a law-abiding society, where everything works and everybody has a brain, not Nigeria, all right? When the traffic warden does this, everybody stops. When he does this, everybody moves, correct? Ah. But what happens to the guys when he does this? They don't stop. They move. He has to get out of the way. 
Does he have the capacity as traffic warden to stop that vehicle from moving? No, no, Agbakuro. <laughs> you see all these Agbakuro driving down for? And he says, stop. He doesn't have his And he's coming out. Will you say, I am a traffic warden? If you jam me, he cannot kill me. Is that what you say? No. You. Correct? Now, imagine that the Agbero boss was not aware that there was a police car with policemen with guns. AK-47. Something Kalishnikov. That's what it means. Praise God. And the moment that guy went, they went after him. Then they took their guns and they fired at his tire. Demobilized the car. Then they came and they arrested him. What do we call this policeman with Kalishnikov? Are they authority or power? Their power. Their what? Force. Is that correct? Huh. Now, once this policeman come and do that, they put that guy in jail for like three months. I want to ask you a question. The next time he's driving by that road and the traffic warden does this, what will he do? Why, why will he stop? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, praise God. Mm. Hey. Do I need to explain further you have gotten it? Or you have begun to get it? I mean, I have begun to get it. Praise God. We have authority in Christ. Yes. If you notice authority, authority is, authority is not lambanud. Have you noticed that? There's no place where I say you shall lambano authority. No. Authority is bestowed. Praise God. When you are sleeping, authority, you, so authority is bestowed, is yours, is there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But power is lambanod. That means you take a hold of it to manifest it. There is something you have to do. Now, every believer has the same Holy Ghost. Every believer has the same authority in Christ, not authority in ministry. There's authority in ministry. Praise the Lord. Every believer has the Christ. Every believer has the same Holy Ghost. Every believer has received the same quantum of power because all the same power is in the Holy Ghost. But it is not every believer that is manifesting power in the same quantum. Not every believer. So, someone met me one time. She came to meet me and... She had been having this issue. What was the issue? She had been having bleeding. Bleeding did not stop. Just kept bleeding, just kept bleeding, just kept bleeding. She had prayed about it, fasted, cast out, binded, you know, called husband, um, uh, um, uh, boyfriend or fiancé. They've agreed, they didn't stop. So she came to me during midweek, one of the midweek services we had. She said, Pastor, I'm dealing with this stuff. As she was talking, I, my eyes were open, so I saw what the problem was. So I said, okay. He said, I'm dealing with this stuff. We prayed something that he fasted today, and she said that this is when it will end. I said, no problem. Prayer come. Laid hands. 
and I saw it was a spirit. They fired the girl arrow for some reason or the other. I knew where it came from because I was able to see his spirit. Glory to God. <laughs> so instead of calling, talking about healing, I was comforting devils. Ah! In Jesus' name, devil went out of our body. All right. The very next day, she woke up and the bleeding was had stopped. So she, she sent me a message. She said, Pastor, I'm happy I'm healed. But I'm annoyed that my prayer... <laughs> He said, I prayed. He didn't go. I called the this. He didn't go. Why? Hallelujah. So I had to explain something to her. Don't doubt the presence of God in your life. And so I said, no. I said, listen, some of these things is practice over time. Hallelujah. So the quantum of power I have generated, made available for the years I've been in Christ, it didn't dissipate. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's in existence. There are even issues that I will deal with. I will not, ah, let me call this person. Let me call that person. Let us do the praying together. Are you following what I'm saying? Because power is not manifested in the same measure in everyone because the consecration level of everybody is not the same. Not the same. Praise God. Not the same. That's why if you check, during the time of Jesus, in Matthew chapter 17, Jesus comes down from the Mount of Transfiguration and he meets his disciples battling with the devil. They battle, 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 battle. The devil doesn't go out. Jesus goes there and the Bible says he asks the father how long has he been with himself since a child. Jesus rebukes the devil and the devil comes out. Then the disciples are like, ah, why didn't he go out? Jesus said something in Matthew 17, 21. He said, this guy now, it is contended whether 21 is there. But because it's in the King James Bible, let's, let's leave it there. Praise God. Hmm. He said, but this kind goeth not out, but by what? Prayer and what? Fasting. Now, what is contended is the fasting. That that fasting was added. So let us leave prayer and say this prayer is there. Right? And say, this kind goeth not out, but by what? By prayer. Now, what prayer is he talking about? Is he talking about prayer when the demon is there? No. He's talking about what? A lifestyle of prayer. Is that correct? Now, Compare the prayer life of Jesus with the prayer life of his disciples in the Gospels. Was it the same? No. Had Jesus given them authority over unclean spirit and stuff? Yes, Matthew 10, Luke 10. He gave them. But was their prayer life? No. Wasn't the same. In fact, <laughs> we find that there are two places where the Bible tells us that the disciples prayed. Or inquired about prayer. Number one, teach us how to pray. Matthew 6. And Jesus says, pray such and such. Right? Then the next one was Jesus requesting they pray with him at Gethsemane. He said, watch with him for one what? One hour. Did they watch? Were they able to last 10 minutes? No. Every single time they slept off. Every single time they slept off. Every single time. Does not, are you now getting the context of this thing? Glory to God. So you see, when you went to cast out that devil, that's why he didn't come out. Because just like that, what is his name? The traffic warden. Who said stop? The vehicle is supposed to stop. What did I say? Everybody say supposed to. He's supposed to. And some stop when he does like this. But the problem is now for that stubborn one, because devils are not in the same level. 
Jesus said this kind. So that means there are diverse kinds. He said this kind. So there is a kind. See, this is school of ministry. Don't let anyone deceive me and say, okay, look, see, after we have done fine, lucky church, finish. When it comes to the nitty gritty of helping people, people have problems. You understand what I'm saying? So don't be talking. People have problems. People have problems. I think, <laughs> hey, praise God. As a pastor, ah, being a pastor is not, it's not, uh, it's not easy. Because most of my prayer points is not personal. It's not for me. Personal, most of the visions I see don't concern me. It's people, <laughs> amen. People, so I'm praying. So sometimes I have to even carry prayer because I it was getting to a point I didn't have a natural life. I'm not sure what I'm saying. Do I have natural craft? I have to enjoy this life. At least let me watch for there was a time I was I couldn't watch football anymore. I had to be doing highlights and I've paid for the bouquet. So once I said, Lord, let me I have to enjoy it. Let me enjoy this natural. Uh, let me also shout, go. You understand? <laughs> Sometimes wife will not vex. You just go. You didn't talk to me. You, I mean, you said, yeah. So, <laughs> I remember there was a day. I was speaking in tongues. I was myself meditating. Because sometimes when I'm having an encounter with the Lord, it's inside me. So I shut everybody outside out. So, <laughs> morning, I didn't talk to wifey. I just pecked her on the head and went somewhere. To my office, and I come out, look at her, I'm just talking to the Lord. So sometimes when I come to church and say, The Lord appeared to me, she was like, Where? When? <laughs> when? When? <laughs> so, like that, you know. So in the evening, I said, Baby, how are you? Say, Then, hey! You now notice that I'm available, Abby. <laughs> because you see, hmm, what a problem? Problem. And you are, ah. Listen, he said this kind. So when you're meeting all those kind of devils, stubborn, they will challenge your authority. Ah, they'll challenge it. Come out! No. It's supposed to come out, but it didn't come out. Glory to God. But when the power of God is vibrating your body, it's no longer come out because I'm a king, I'm coming in the name of Jesus. It now becomes forceful eviction. Everybody say forceful eviction. Yes. Is it everybody they go to the landlord that goes to, is it everybody that the landlord goes from a court to give quick notice in the house that the person quits the notice? <laughs> Amen. When you go with paper, is it an authority? Does the person leave? No. But when the landlord shows up with this, and there may be some soldiers come with him, and police with guns, and they say, brother, um, this is a quick notice, you have to leave the place. When he sees the paper, that doesn't convince him. But when he looks up and sees some dudes with tribal marks, say, oh God, move now. Ah, I'm coming. <laughs> you know, why? why is he leaving? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the paper, it's what? The power. Are you paying attention? It's a kingdom of power, Saul. The Bible says in James chapter 5. How do you... So you have to... That power, resident, has to be made... What? Available. In enough quantum. Glory to God. Enough quantum. Ah, listen. 
My wife said she don't come down from the pulpit. That the stage comes. Hallelujah. She's CEO, so we have to listen to what she's saying. She knows better than me concerning this stuff. So let me stay on the pulpit. Hmm. Hear me very well. There are battles in life. I, I remember there was a particular woman. The Lord showed to me, Ukma, she was doing well, she's doing well and all. She's doing all those stuff. And she had been a blessing to her ministry in the past. But she doesn't attend our church. The Lord opened my eyes. I saw that, ha, that there was someone close to her who was acting as a friend, but this person was an enemy. And this person was diabolical. And this person was initiating, you know, demonic stuff against her. She not remember about you. So I called out. I said, hi, how are you doing? I need you to be very prayerful. I need to do this, 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 this. Because you are being, there is this, this. I described everything to this person and all. But you see, you know how we are sometimes, especially the enlightened ones amongst us. When they hear something like that, what's that? Amen, Jesus name, amen. All these people that always make people afraid. Leave me alone, Jackie. Like one time, Apostle Joseph Simmons met a guy, a pastor, and she told him, he said, listen, I see in the realm of the spirit that you are really under siege and you have been attacked. Some blah, 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 after your life, all right? Go on three days fasting. Do this, do this, do this. Do you know what the pastor that he was telling said? The pastor said, I'm the righteous son of Christ, God in Christ Jesus. I'm a new creation. It cannot happen to me. He was dead three weeks later. Was dead. So, but he's, he's, he knew he was. Brother, hear me what I'm telling you. See, listen. Listen. Your I know who I am must be backed up with what? Extensive period of what? Prayer. Not I know who I am that is empty. The person me I learned I know who I am from Pastor Chris. The guy they pray be with you. I was, I was remember that man prays. Glory to God. Ha! He pray- ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he prays. They are unedited prayers you will never hear. Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. Like today, I was praying today in the morning. Right? And around 5.45, my eyes opened and I saw snakes. I knew they were demonic spirits. So I knew it was demonic spirit operation. My prayer changed. No more tongues. Every demonic spirit in operation here, catch fire, like a <laughs> Someone says, uh-uh, are you fire? Are we killing them? Guy, leave that side. Do you understand? The level of spirit understand what I'm saying. Amen. Catch fire. Yes. Be prayerful. That is why power manifestations is usually seen with the what? With the what? Prayerful. One of the most consistent things that Jesus did was that he prayed. So to take a hold of power, you take it, number one, through what? Faith, love, faith, calling forth. Number two, by what? Prayer. That's why if you look at Mark eleven twenty three, when he talks about the law of faith, in 24, he now talks about prayer. So he says, therefore, whatsoever. That means the law of faith was stated in 23 for the purpose of applying it where? In prayer. In prayer. Glory to God. In prayer. Someone has sent it so I can come now. So, if you find anything, you suspect and you discern any demonic operation anywhere, hallelujah, you enter prayer. 
you make power available and you route them are you hearing what i'm saying you do what you route them you route it you route them in the name of jesus route it in the name of jesus no you can't stay here you have no place here then after you have routed them you're going on the offensive where where, where did you ascend from glory to god amen amen listen to me is some demonic forces is force they understand not english you know those i can only come against you in the name of the lord jesus you know those phone you are blowing in prayer don't worry when the thing has that's when you will pray well you understand you will route it in the name of jesus you go against it hallelujah you go against it in the name of jesus you use authority you spend time praying in tongues power is available as you are talking power is moving so they this force they feel the force ah what is this where what is this so next time that is why oh glory to god till tell us one told the story he said whenever i used to go to for crusades whenever i landed in the city I will say, I take authority over this country in the name of the Lord Jesus. I take authority over principalities and powers. He said he used to do that when he first started. But as the crusades went on and, you know, miracles, signs and wonders were happening, devils cast out and every single thing like that. And, you know, you understand? So they felt the force of the ministry and stuff like that. Then the next time, whenever he went for crusades, he would just say, all right, TL is here. Devil, you know. Now you go. Because in the kingdom of darkness, they have their own CNN. Praise God. Praise God. So when you hear, oh, soldiers have entered Boko Haram camp and they've routed the place, they've used power, bah, 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 and the news reports it. In the realm of the natural, in, in the realm of the spirit, when maybe you cast out the devil, that devil goes to tell them, ah, this is, I was here, oh, this, this one person came, oh, his name is Afuye, oh, they just showed up. I have been messing up with his life before, oh, I don't know where he got power from, oh, I just know that when he came around, I began to, I couldn't operate and I disappeared. Praise God. So the next time Afuye shows up, ah, is that person, no? The one, the Monlunkaka told us about, oh. All right, let's just be going. Oh, let's be going. Oh, don't let us go in because don't that you understand? So that's why you find out that with Jesus, check it. Go and study scriptures. With Jesus, the devils cried out that they knew who he was, and because they knew he was, they said, "We are going." Let us, you understand? Don't punish us. Just let we are going. So the moment they knew it was just, they were out. The moment they knew it was Paul. Notice Jesus, we know Paul, we know. So they heard of Paul. So the moment they knew power, they were out. So when these other guys came, they said, wait. Our Christian, Anand Paul, has told us about Paul and Jesus. Nowhere in the news did we hear about some six guys, sons of skippers. So who are you, man? Devils don't flee because you're a Christian. <laughs> For them to flee from you, you will need to introduce yourself. Are you following? So you will need to say, in the name of Jesus, come out and from their experience. What happened when you said Jesus? We made them come, go out and go and tell people about their experience, other demons about their experience with you. Praise God. 
I said, praise God. To understand this thing, listen. You cannot run away from a personal life of prayer. Glory to God. You can't run away from it. You cannot run away from it. You cannot run away from it. Have a system of power generation. Power, making power available. Have a system. That prayer system. Speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. The gen of the Holy Ghost inside you. Make sure that that gen is always working. No. It must always be on. In that it must be always putting out power. There was a teaching one time that said, oh, the power of God is in you. He's always working. He's always working. Whether you pray or you don't pray, always working. Oh, yeah. Eh. Whether you pray or don't pray, always eh, yeah, now, yeah, now. Let's do the miracle now. Jamari. They will come with all we pain. They will lay hands. Is he healed? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Don't worry. Your healing will be perfected. How? You do understand. You cannot achieve the same result as Jesus. Doing any less than he did. The Son of God breathed with strong crying and was sweating as though, sweating blood. Son of God, though, not Son of Man like you. Son of God. And you think you will be, you pray any less? No. You have to pray. Hallelujah. Are you know what I'm saying? You have to pray. To take a hold, you take a hold in prayer. To take a hold, we take a hold with what? Words of faith. Words of faith, you take a hold. Hallelujah. You take a hold. When you want to deal with demoniacal force, let me tell you what you do first. Pray in the spirit, make power available. Then when you get to that point, under the inspiration of the spirit of God, begin to address them. As you are addressing them, power is hitting them. Go granular. I like specific. Holy Ghost shows me an altar in the affair. I go after the altar. Altar in Benin City. There was a man that called me one time. I don't know this man for anywhere. Anywhere. He went on our website. Read foretelling and foretelling. One of our blogs. I don't know. People read. That's the highest read um, this in hand. The revelation I shared there. I've moved past it. That revelation was like 15 years ago. So, well, it's blessing people. Hallelujah. So the man read it. And I don't know, please take my number off that website. We are, they still find it somewhere. Please take it off, please. <laughs> I beg you. So the guy calls. And he was saying, I'm having this challenge and stuff. My wife has left me and stuff. I said, let us pray. As I said, let us pray. Holy Ghost carried me like that to Delta State. I said, ah, already. what concerns you with Delta? He said, that's where my wife traveled to. So I left me and went to Delta State. I said, ah. The problem you are facing, where the attack is coming from, the traffic is coming from, is from Delta. Hallelujah. From Delta State. So, I had to focus my attention on Delta State and deal with the altar coming from there, the demonic op- operation from there. So you have to learn the things of the Spirit. You have to learn it. There is a way of it. And there are certain things you will only be able to exercise when you are in the game, in the prayer game. Praise the Lord. I can teach you, teach you, teach you. If you don't exercise and practice, you will never know what we are talking about. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You have to learn it. You have to get involved. Get involved. Get involved. Glory to God. You get to a point where you begin to say, I pull down, I scatter, I uproot. In the name of Jesus, I come against her. Because there are forces to come against. Glory to God. 
come again in the name of the lord jesus there are times i'll cast out devils from people then they want to attack my family amen if they say what my son knows is out out in the name of jesus so one time <laughs> i was laying hands on his mother jc now went there too i was laying hands you're not telling you turn your teeth to toe you understand yeah you can't allow it to stay any sniff out in jesus name glory to god glory to god i said glory to god you have to learn it you learn it in the eh? learn it when my wife was pregnant with jason i was seeing some stuff that they wanted to do i said ah it's not going to happen so i started doing extended prayer for the child talking in tongues just talking 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 in tongues when she did, it was time to deliver i'd already declared because by the time she was pregnant we didn't have a car we didn't have a car i'd sold my car some you know we didn't have a car so i said lord my wife does not put to bed without a vehicle by the grace of god i bought the car i drove the car home that was a toyota camry what my wife drives now i drove the car home on friday hallelujah saturday morning by 4 30 a.m my wife went to into labor amen we drove the car without plate numbers to hospital drove it back without what plate number but we drove car back home why we were inside the labor room i was talking in tongues man to call up i knew the devil because did i knew the spirit of god had shown me that the devil was waiting for me at the, the i knew so I said, you, I will wait for you. I'm waiting for you too. We're speaking in tongues. I was inside the labor room. Nothing is happening here. I'm a doctor. So I was looking at what the doctor was doing. Mm-hmm. What's going on? I was yeah, okay, good. Like Katana. Baby, you're okay, you're fine. You understand? Praying in tongues, talking in tongues, just there, just there. Then the one foolish doctor now went and manipulated my baby wrong, then fractured his arm. So my baby came out with a fracture in the hand. Well, he's healed of it now. So that was a sign to know. That there was a, you understand? Eh. Hallelujah. You have an adversary. You have to handle that adversary spiritually in place of prayer. You have to make that power resident in you. All right. Manifested through you. Always carry an ambience of the power of God with you. Never go on recess. The power must always be pumped out of you. Always. When you're stepping out of the house, you're full of the Holy Ghost, you're full of power. Always, like Stephen, man full of the Holy Ghost, I'm full of what? Power. You must be ready anytime to dish out power in the appropriate measure to get the job done. Anytime. Anytime. Glory to God. Glory to God. You can walk in the power of God so much that if you are inside an aircraft and all the engines fail, just a word of plain keep flying from you the power of god on your inside we carry that plane in that state and cause it to land the pilot will land and say i don't know how the engine failed but we landed you must walk in power that much praise god so you will not be able to live like other men live Glory to God. You can't talk like other men talk. You have to have the consecration that is consistent with that level of power. And let me end up by saying this. Power is conducted. Alright? But not every material can conduct power. The higher the impurity, 
present in a vessel the higher the resistance and the what the lower the what the current walking in the spirit is the sure way to guarantee that the quantum of God's power flowing through you is what at the highest because guilt condemnation those things that come with sin glory to God they reduce your consciousness of the presence of God's power in your life and if your consciousness is reduced the degree to which you can manifest power will be what reduced you have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.